Hello, and welcome to episode two of the Gathering My Thoughts MTG podcast. My name is Spencer, and I'm going to be talking to you about whatever's on my mind today about Magic the Gathering. Specifically, I want to be talking about my predictions for the upcoming set, Strixhaven School of Mages. But before we begin, let me gather my thoughts. So with Kaldheim finally long gone and Time Spiral Remastered behind us, it's time for me to lock in my predictions for what's going to ha- come in this next set. I want to talk first about the things that we already know as of this time of recording, uh, and then talk about some, some things that I expect that we'll probably see coming up. So first of all, Wizards released a, an article on their website called The First Lesson Introduction to Strixhaven. And on this article, they outlined uh, the five colleges for Strixhaven, as well as uh, name-dropped a couple of things that we might be able to see going forward. So I want to talk about those really fast. Specifically, Strixhaven is a uh, wizarding college a la Hogwarts and, and Harry Potter style. And so in this college, there are, or in this school, I guess, there are five colleges and the and each one is aligned with an enemy color pair in magic. So there's Lorehold, which is red white, Prismari, which is red blue, Quandrix, which is blue green, Silver Quill, which is black white, and Witherbloom, which is green black. Wizards talked about they gave a little uh, blurb on each one of these colleges in that article, where they outlined that Lorehold was sort of about artifacts and spirits. It really gave me sort of an Indiana Jones type feel for these like archaeologist type uh, students who really care about learning about the past and powerful things, you know, uh, artifacts and things that they could find in the past. The Prismari, they describe them as sort of the theater students who were all about self-expression. And and in the article, they talked a lot about manipulating the elements. Uh, and, and so I expect to sort of see that theme popping up uh, in their uh, college in the set. Quandrix, the green-blue faction or college, is all about math and nature. Uh, and I've heard people talking about how uh, they, they might sort of be about this discussion, is, is math a naturally occurring phenomenon that we just discovered, or is this a man-made thing that we use to create uh, whatever we need sort of in our, our human lives? Next is Silver Quill, the black-white college, and they're all about... Uh, words and poetry and wit and their faction seemed really interesting to me I'll talk about that a little bit later uh, but then finally Witherbloom is the last one they are described as the goth biology students they're the green black uh, college that cares about nature and and like I said biology so each one of these are pretty interesting um, they also showed us a, a card for each one of these colleges, and each one was a command, which is a kind of card that we've seen previously in Magic, uh, in Lorwyn, as well as on Tarkir. And, and basically, it just is a, a, a card that gives you multiple different modes that you can choose from. And so the in, important thing to me about these commands is sort of what we could see in the art. And so a lot of these show different uh, creature types, like we could see Loxodons, Avens, uh, the Prismari had elementals. Um, in the Silver Quill command, I saw uh, things that looked maybe like zombies. Um, there were multiple suns in the background that I thought was interesting, but I guess unrelated to creature types. Uh, there were orcs or maybe Azra, which I thought was really interesting. Lots of elves, lots of humans. 
uh, a dwarf in the Lorehold command. Um, and so lots and lots of different creature types. Uh, I don't think that this set is going to be a tribal-based set, but having all these different creature types pop up makes it interesting so that maybe uh, tribes that already exist can get, you know, utility creatures here or there uh, that are not necessarily based on uh, a specific, you know, tribal synergy. Also in this article, Wizards mentions that each one of the colleges was founded by an elder dragon, and that those dragons, uh, their names became the names of the colleges. So we know that we're going to see, or at least somewhere in the world there exists, uh, creatures, legendary creatures, elder dragons, that one that's red-white, one that is red-blue, one that's blue-green, one that's black-white, and one that is green-black. That's really interesting, I think, because it sort of completes the Elder Dragon cycle that we saw on Tarkir, um, which is a thing that I never really knew that I wanted before, but, uh, but I guess that'll be really cool. I'm excited to see what they look like. Um, they also name-dropped a few characters in this article that, I'm, uh, that I keep mentioning. One of them, or two of them, I guess, are Will and Rowan. Uh, I thought that was really interesting. I, I assume that we can confirm that those two characters are going to be in the set. And honestly, it makes me interested to think that maybe Strixhaven takes place on the same plane that Battlebond did. I think that they have confirmed that uh, it's actually an unknown plane that we haven't ever visited before, but I think seeing Will and Rowan, uh, also seeing creature types that might be Azra, I think that it'd be cool to be on uh, that, that same plane as Battlebond. The name kind of escapes me right now, but I, I'm probably wrong about that. That's not going to be one of my official predictions, but I do think that that would be cool. Other characters that they named were Professor Onyx, which is a heretofore unknown uh, character, but I think it has interesting implications that I'll bring up here in a second. And a, a location that they mentioned is also the Biblioplex. That sounds cool. Don't really know what it is, but and then they also talked about the Mystical Archive, which is a, uh, a group of cards that are going to show up in packs with special art. Um, and they're not going to be standard legal, but they'll be from Magic's past, and they'll be powerful spells. They showed us that Demonic Tutor, Swords to Plowshares, and Opt will be among those cards. And so I'm, I want to sort of predict what cards will be there, will be in the Mystical Archive in addition to these. So... My first official prediction, after now we've kind of covered the things that we know about this set, is going to be related to Professor Onyx. Now, I don't know what the names are going to be, but I'm going to assume that every college is going to have a professor that is related to some sort of stone. Like, you know, Professor Onyx is probably going to be the Silver Quill Professor. professor. There will probably be some sort of, you know, Professor's Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald, etc., etc. That's probably not going to be exactly what it is, but some, something to that effect is there going to be professors uh, named after a rock that are the, uh, the sort of leaders or headmasters or whatever you want to call it of that specific college. So that's prediction number one, Professor's, you know, insert rock name here. The next one that we, uh, the, the next prediction that I want to make is related to the modal double face cards. Now, I should have mentioned this before, but we know that every set this year is going to have modal double face cards in them. Um, MDFCs for short, that's probably how I'll refer to them from now on. Uh, and every set is going to employ these MDFCs slightly differently. For example, in Zendikar, they were spells that had a land on the backside. And in Kaldheim, they were gods that had some sort of uh, spell related to 
the, the character of the god on the backside. And so people have talked about the MDFCs for Strixhaven and what they're going to look like, maybe how they're going to be, uh, the, how they're going to show up in practice. And my opinion is personally, I would love for them to be some sort of uh, non-instant and sorcery on the front side and an instant and sorcery, instant or sorcery on the back side. So you can cast either one just as fine. But personally, uh, that, that's my own, you know, uh, preference. I would like to see it that way. I have a feeling though that it's going to be an instant or sorcery on the front and probably a creature on the back. This makes it so that you could sort of uh, shape your spell to, uh, you know, be, you know, manifest some sort of character or creature or some sort of threat beyond just the, the spell that you're learning to cast, a la, you know, being at a college and learning to master these kinds of, uh, these kinds of magics. So that's my, my official prediction number two, MDFCs that are uh, instants or sorceries on the front side and creatures on the back side. We'll see how that turns out. Um, the next thing that uh, we kind of already know a little bit about but I have a sort of hot take prediction, is that in Kaldheim we saw uh, Vorinclex, who is a character from New Phyrexia. He, uh, he showed up and sort of made a cameo appearance there, but his presence on Kaldheim has interesting implications for sets uh, in the future, and a lot of people have suspected that we're going to see uh, cards, or uh, one of the Praetors, which is the cycle that Vorinclex came from. There was Vorinclex, Elishnorn, Gingitaxius, Shieldred, and Urabrask. And people have suspected that we're going to see one of those characters in each of the sets this year. And, and a lot of people think that Gingitaxius is a good fit for Strixhaven here. I'm going to have a hot take about this, and I'm going to say that we are not going to see any of those Praetors on Strixhaven. The reason being is that I was looking back at the Bolus arc, uh, which was the story that came to its climax at War of the Spark, and sort of how wizards built up into that story, uh, and the little things sort of that they placed along the way, sort of the pacing for all that. And it started way back in 2016 and reached its climax in 2019. So it started with Kaladesh, and then there was two Kaladesh sets where we got basically one plot point. And then after that, we went to Amonkhet, where we got one plot point. And then after that, Ixalan, where we got one plot point. Um, or maybe Ixalan and Amonkhet were flipped. I, I, I kind of get those confused. But uh, And then we went back to Ravnica, where we had another plot point. And then finally, uh, I think that we were in Dominaria, somewhere in there. Anyways, I might have missed a couple of things here. But the point is, is that they moved the story fairly slowly. And this was sort of a big thing, uh, because Bolas is a big bad guy, and it was, you know, this long payoff that the character that the players and fans got to sort of watch and anticipate and build up to and so i think that with uh the praetors from new phyrexia wizards is probably trying to uh, accomplish a similar thing because those characters are really big bad villains like honestly other than bolus and the eldrazi probably the biggest villains in the multiverse at, at the present they're not really just throwaway characters that wizards would want to you know, give one random storyline to uh, have one year where each character shows up, each Praetor shows up, and then at the end of the year there's a big payoff. I don't think that that's what they're going to do. I think it's going to be a little bit more slowly. We're going to see drips here and there of Phyrexians showing up and 
then finally start getting ideas of what's going on and it'll build up into something dramatic. But the point is, is that because of all this, I don't think we're going to see any Praetors in Strixhaven. So official prediction from me, number three, no Praetors, no Gingitaxius, none of that. My final prediction is related to the colleges and sort of the more, um, the more specific uh, game mechanics and how they'll be utilized. We saw a little bit about Lorehold. You can, you can look these up, just even Google the names and, and the cards and, and different information will show up for you. But I think that each one of these colleges uh, is going to play with a specific card type or a specific you know strategy here. And basically, let me, let me just get my prediction out there rather than trying to explain it here. Lorehold, I think, is going to be an artifacts faction. And we saw that sort of in there in the card. There's a gun, which is actually an interesting thing. Uh, I, I think I'm when I first saw. Go ahead and Google Lorehold Command and see in the art. There's a little dwarf holding a what looks like a Gatling gun of some kind. And when I first saw that, I was very concerned because that's not really a magic thing. We haven't had firearms before, and I don't even really know how that would work mechanically. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was kind of cool because the way the ammo for this weapon is obviously like a scroll that's rolled up, and so it looks like this scroll has been, uh, ha has had like magic sort of, I don't know, imbued into it somehow. Maybe the words on it are magical, or, or somehow they, they must have like charged up this scroll with magic, and then they release it as a firearm with, you know, some sort of like lightning bolt-esque spell that shoots out, and when it shoots out, the words light up and that spell is expended. I, that... I think I can get behind that. I'm not offended by how Magic chose to uh, create that sort of weapon. It is new and unique, but I think I'm on board, tentatively, right? They could easily ruin this for me, but as based off of what I see and what I sort of uh, assume myself, I, I'm down with this kind of uh, firearm. Anyways, though, I assume that we're going to see that kind of weapon as an equipment in Lorehold, and it's going to be part of an artifact sub-theme. So, Lorehold will be about artifacts. Prismari, which was the blue-red faction, or college, that uh, cares about elements and self-expression and theater, those, I'm, I, as I looked at the card and read up on what the that college was about, I'm having a hard time pinpointing a theme for them. But it might just be about uh, elemental tribal. Which is kind of weird. Obviously, I don't know uh, if that's really like a theme for uh, a college like this. It may or may not be. But as best as I can tell, there's elementals in really everything about this uh, faction, including how they choose to sort of self-describe how they love uh, manipulating the elements and things like that. So I'm going to say that the Prismari College is about tribal elementals and synergies with that tribe in their... Uh, and their spells and and enchantments or whatever else that you're we're going to see related to that um related to that college um next one is quandrix which is the blue green math themed um college and i think that this is going to be an interesting uh faction an interesting sort of iteration of blue green and for the last couple of years we've all had our complaints about these blue-green mythics and blue-green decks that are so strong and overpowered. I, I think that this 
that Quandrix is going to sort of uh, change it up for us. It's going to give us a different perspective on um, the blue-green color pair and what it can do, and it's going to lean into more of their ability to sling spells. Now, typically when you think of spell slinger decks, you think of blue or red-blue um, or lots of things that are not green necessarily, but I do think that that's somewhere within the color pie for uh, the Simic or Quandrix color pair, and and I think that they're, it's going to be accentuated here in Strixhaven. So Quandrix is going to be a spell slinger uh, college. The next one is Silver Quill, and this one really took some thinking for me, because their shtick, I guess, the thing that they, the way the way that they choose to wield their magic, is through words and poetry and uh, and uh, wit and being like leaders and things like that. And I was trying to think like, what in the world, how does that translate mechanically into magic? Because it's really a, a, a weird thing, right? There's not, a, there haven't been a lot of um, like poet, poetry based magicians in magic's history. In Kaldheim, we saw the skalds that were uh, sort of bards from uh, Nordic mythology. Um, but that's more or less it. Uh, there might be a couple of other scattered you know, music or, or poetry-themed um, mechanics or characters throughout Magic's history, but th th there's not a lot to go on here. So I was trying to think, like, well, what in the world, what would you do if you needed to take uh, words and translate them into something that Magic already does as a game? And what I came to is that I think that Silver Quill is going to be an enchantment-based uh, or focused college. Um, I think that the designers are going to choose to say, okay, poetry and words and these kinds of like uh, spells that uh, inspire or tear down or otherwise, you know, are able to influence uh, other characters can be translated through enchantments, maybe auras, maybe other sort of versions of enchantments. But for that reason, Silver Quill is going to have this enchantment theme. Maybe we'll get more enchantresses or enchantment payoffs or, or things that can... Uh, improve your Orzhov enchantment deck, which is, uh, I think, very exciting because we haven't really had an, an Orzhov enchantment deck since Commander 2015, I think it was, when we had the Daxos Return deck. And that was an interesting deck and an interesting idea, but since then, Enchantress has mostly been a, a, a Celestnia or even a Bant color combination. And so adding black and taking out green I think we'll make an, an interesting dynamic for this, so I'm excited to see that. So Silver Quill, the Enchantment College. And then finally we have Witherbloom, and I, I really wanted Witherbloom to feel different from Golgari. And in fact, a lot of the things that I've read about uh, the set going forward and things that people have said say that Witherbloom feels distinct from the Golgari Guild. And I hope that that's true. I could kind of see it. Golgari's kind of about like death and the cycle of death, where Witherbloom is sort of like about life and the boundaries of life and, and things like that. And so theoretically, Witherbloom is different from Golgari, but even still, I think that it's going to be a graveyard-based college. And so I don't really know, you know, what else they can do in green-black. Um, I'm sure that the color combination has a lot of broad... Um, possibilities, but for this specific college, especially the way they've described it as like a goth bio major type uh, college, I think that graveyard shenanigans 
uh, are going to be a common thing that we see. And in fact, on the Witherbloom command, there, there are already graveyard interactions that we can see on there. So I think it's a pretty safe bet saying that Witherbloom will be the graveyard college or the graveyard faction for this set. So just to go over those again, we've got Lorehold as artifacts, Prismari as tribal elementals, Quandrix as spellslingers, Silverquill as enchantments, and Witherbloom as graveyard. Um, and that is my final prediction uh, for the upcoming Strixhaven set. So let me know what you think about all those. Go ahead and tell me how wrong I am or how dumb I am in the comments for thinking any of this or anything that I might have missed. Please bring up and, and let's talk about that because I'm very excited for this set. I think it's going to be awesome. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how it turns out. So let's see which, which one of these predictions are right and which ones are wrong. Until then, you can find me on Twitter at again underscore penguin or on Instagram. Sometimes I'll post uh, card alters that I do or other different uh, pictures or things uh, at uh, dpenguin again. Or in the meantime, find me on cardgamebase.com where I write articles mostly about commander content, content there. Other than that, thanks so much for listening to this uh, prediction video, and I will talk to you next time.